This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. All right, let's look at some stuff tomorrow. So, like I said, Memphis Grizzlies, they are the best first-half team against the spread yeah. in the NBA. They're averaging, I want to say, like almost 70 points in the first half, something bonkers. Um, and I know that Boston is a good team, and I know that they are have a really good defense. I don't know necessarily uh, if – I think you'll probably get, what, like a like a two? Probably get like a two. In the first half, you yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah okay. probably get like a two in the first half. I like that. Memphis is a great team. Uh, first half, Boston sort of struggles in the first half. You yeah. saw it against Atlanta last night. I like that. I'll probably uh, that'll probably be the first bet that I place tonight. Um, as soon as it pops up on my phone. Also, what are you going to do in that? Yeah, I like that. Well, Jalen Brown most likely going to be out with the ankle injury. Boston's at home, three and a half point dogs. Like you said, I mean the Grizzlies in the first half have been the best team against the spread, but also just overall they're yeah. forty three and twenty, uh, forty one twenty two and one against the spread, nineteen and twelve against the number at home. Even better on the road, 22-10-1. So for me, nothing but Grizzlies um, and nothing but jaw props. I'll probably go back to the points again tomorrow night. Any national uh, televised games for the Grizzlies as well, over on PRAs and points for Ja the rest of the way because I know, I mean, he keeps talking about how he doesn't want to win most improved player because he'd rather have that be one of his teammates. And I know he wants to make an MVP push. So I think he's going to show out on these national TV games. Uh, so I'm going to keep playing his points overs. And if anything, I'd probably play the Grizzlies either in the first half or the full game. With yeah, you. I like that as well. Um, nothing on the total for you? No, nothing on the total. Probably, man, 224 and a half. And like you said, like Boston at home, I know they're the second best team defensively in the league right now, but I'd probably go over just to like at the pace that the Grizzlies like to play in. Probably the over, 224 and a half in that one for me. I actually have my eye on, I hate to do it, the Hawks. Oh, Chicago? Yeah, and the Hawks? Hawks are four and a half point dogs at home. At home, in Atlanta. So Atlanta at home, and I mean, you do a good job of breaking this down. Where Atlanta, if they're going to cover the number, they're probably going to win outright. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they're plus 165 on the money line at home. Bulls a different team on the road. And you get Atlanta, you're getting four and a half points at the crib. I don't really hate that. You know what I love is Atlanta first half. In the game? Okay. Yeah, Atlanta first half is dogs. Um, they get out to very hot starts. Yeah. And when they do, Trey Young goes nuclear. My question is, is John Collins going to play? I was going to say, so John Collins, we don't know if he's going to play. And also I was going to ask you about that with Trey because I feel like I might go over on his points or yeah. maybe look at like the points and assist combo. The Bulls have the 21st least efficient defense in the league, which I'm hoping does get better when they do get Caruso back, when they get Lonzo back, and if – and when they get Patrick Williams back. Uh, but right now, I mean, that's my only problem with them. They're so exciting. They're fun to watch. I love DeMar. I love watching Zach. Vooch is what he is. Tristan Thompson has weirdly been a huge pickup. I can't believe that um, I'm saying that, but Tristan Thompson's been really good since they picked him up, at least defensively and rebounding. But I go over on Trey's points and probably take the four and a half with Atlanta. Much better team at home than on the road. And uh, the Bulls, much better team at home than on the road. So four and a half, give me a Hawks. 
I like that. And then uh, Nets at home, they're getting KD back. KD will be playing, but Kyrie will not be playing. Uh, Heat are on a back-to-back. Yeah, second night of a road back-to-back for Miami. Mm -hmm. We just backed them. They just lost that game by one in the fashion that which they lost it, too. I mean, that game went down to the wire. They were up all game. Is Kyle Lowry going to be back? I don't think so. He's out for personal reasons. Right. So I don't think he'll play. I feel like I'm probably going to end up, man, Miami's probably the right side even on the second night of a back-to-back. But with KD coming back, I'm probably, uh, as long as he's in that lineup tomorrow, three-and-a-half-point dogs, I'm going to go with that. Home game, so no Kyrie. Yeah, he'll be on a minutes restriction, I know, coming back. Still no Joe Harris, obviously. Um, no Drummond. Hmm. Maybe maybe no. Miami's minus 155 a- on the money line. Miami's probably going to win that game. It, it, it seems like KD comes back. You know, they get right tomorrow. But I don't know, man. If Kyrie's playing, I think it's a different story. Yeah, and I think it's a different story with KD, but we're not sure which version of KD. I need to see how KD plays. I need to see what he looks like. I'm definitely going to watch that game. Uh, but in terms of betting it, I'm not I'm not super interested. Minus 155 on the money line is probably all I would take. Yeah, some of these games I feel like I've broken down and talked about and watched 45 times, like Warriors, Mavericks, Warriors on the road tomorrow, two-and-a-half-point mm-hmm. favorites. Uh, I don't think he's going to win it, obviously, but Luka. So the Mavs, 8-2 and two in their last 10 games, and I want to say Luka's averaging, what, like 34 points per game, 10 yeah. boards, like eight assists, something crazy like that. We had somebody on a couple weeks back that made the case for Luka. Yeah, forty to one. I don't. I think he's just like too far gone now. But if Dallas keeps winning, I'm just shocked at how good Jason Kidd's been and how he's turned that team around defensively. And I don't really love that roster. Like you watch these games, and it's like Spencer Dinwiddie's coming off the bench. It's pretty much Luke and a bunch of dudes, as you saw in the fourth quarter last night. He individually carried too. that team. Yeah, Jalen Brunson's been awesome. He's going to get paid. Um, but I don't really love the roster, and they've done really good. I mean, Jason Kidd. I wouldn't hate him winning Coach of the Year. Yeah, these Coach of the Years are so wild. It's like Jason Kidd, the way that they run these things and the way these voting work, he'll probably win it in like 2024. You know what <laughs> I mean? It'll be Monty like, Williams. Yeah, you can make the case for a bunch of dudes. Taylor Jenkins. I mean, Taylor look what, Jenkins look will win it next year. Doing. And then probably J.B. Bickerstaff the year, the, week, the year before, unless he gets fired first. And then, then you'll probably end up getting... Uh, then you'll probably end up getting Jay Kidd. I think that streak comes to an end tomorrow night. I think the Warriors are going to win that game. They're minus 145 on the money line. The spread is two and a half. We got to look at the injury report. Clay didn't. Clay is sick the other night. He had an illness, non-COVID. Got to let everybody I think know they're, that, of course. I think that they are holding him out. I think so, too. I think that they're just waiting for guys to all come back all healthy together. I'm probably going to take the Mavericks at home on, um, on the money line, maybe, uh, plus 120. The Warriors just haven't looked themselves. They're starting. Yeah. What they're trying to do right now is they're trying to develop their young guys at the same time they're trying to contend. And so what you get is this wildly inconsistent play. Moses Moody and and Jonathan Kaminga should not be out there starting. Like, they just shouldn't. If you're playing a team, like, they just gave up. And I know that this is probably why uh, they're they're dogs, is that they just had a 23-point lead over Dallas like three days ago. And they gave it up in the fourth quarter. So maybe that means that Dallas ends up feeling confident, like they're on their own home floor and they are able to to beat a very vulnerable Warriors team. But Warriors just look down. They just look very downtrodden. Yeah, I took the under in that last one. It's 219 and a half, so it's come down a little bit. But I'd probably just go back and I take the under in that one. I might go back and take the under again. Dallas Mavericks have a top five defense right now. Golden State's not scoring at the clip. I'll definitely take the under with no clay. Um, San Antonio, six and a half point favorites over the Kings. Kings would be on Ugh. the back-to-back. Kind of like it. San Antonio gets off to hot starts. They're one of the best first-quarter teams in the NBA. Um, They're a very high-scoring team in the first quarter, which is kind of crazy considering 
uh, Greg Popovich's team. Total is 237.5, kind of like the over. I know that's like feels Same very here. high, but uh, this is a team that these both these teams just score in bunches. Kind of think it's like in a 243 range. I'm exactly with you on the over with the Spurs. I'd probably play the Spurs, even though it's a big number. Like, yeah, I'm definitely same. not playing Sacramento on the second night of a back to back. They're better than New Orleans, are they not? Yeah. And also with the Spurs, I mean, my win total. 29 and a half. We talked about it. We we both said that's too low. Yeah. And it's, it's they're 24 and 38, but they're 5 and 5 in their last 10 games. They are on a two-game losing streak, but that's still alive. I need six more victories here. In what do we games? got? 20 games. Yeah. So they could go 6 and 14 and I still go over. So I'll be rooting for the Spurs, and that would be the only play. I'm definitely not backing the Kings, uh, even as seven-and-a-half-point dogs in that game. Lakers, Clippers, it's an automatic play for me. I'm taking the Clippers. The Lakers are in free fall. There's nothing that's going to bring them back to life. They just are in this place. They just are in this place. But I do love Lakers' first half. Lakers are a team that gets out to hot starts. Yeah. Um, their first quarters are really good, too. I think I would probably do that. Uh, the total's 218-and-a-half. Do you have any feeling on the total? On the total? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would go under on that one. I do know this. I know I'm done with the Lakers, even though last night I got a push. I actually said a prayer to uh, to God. I said, if you just give me a push here, plus five, I will never bet on the Lakers ever again. And it took a LeBron, and I, and I was shocked that he even like attempted to do anything. It took a LeBron layup, too. I'll cut the number to five. Um, so no more Lakers bets for me, at least until AD comes back. Maybe the under. Although, I still do think that there's a shot the Lakers go on a little bit of a run. At least to get themselves no. in like a different playoffs, no. decent playoff spot. Ryan, no. I don't know. It depends. Like you're just literally the only thing you can go off of on this is LeBron. LeBron's awesome. It's just LeBron is awesome. Russ has no confidence left. Last night he was wide open, top of the key, wide open three. He passed it up, turned the ball over, and it was a one point game at the time. And I was like, this is a broken man. This is Ben he's, Simmons, he is. man. He's and a it sucks broken. Because I love Russ. Man. And the one thing I always thought about that guy, you couldn't take away. Was heart. his uh, no his heart? No, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, and and his confidence. Yes, and both of them are just Done. waning now. That's what happens just when you go play with LeBron. Yeah, I mean nobody ever talks about that. Your heart might just go and diminish and degrade into smithereens with a man like LeBron next year. Is LeBron a career killer tomorrow night? Tomorrow night on, on Undisputed. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.